0: Stay Frosty Parkrunners, and welcome to the 24th edition of the Stay Frosty Parkrun podcast. I'm your host, Emu, and I'm going to be here for the next 20 minutes or so to talk about the flattest parkruns in the UK. I'll also be revealing my Star Parkrunner of the week, introducing my featured parkrun, and letting you all know how we got on in our parkruns this week. As always, if you'd like to get in touch with your comments, stories or anecdotes, please feel free to drop me a message on the email, which is stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com or you can leave me a message on the Stay Frosty Facebook page. I'd love to hear about your parkrun adventures and share them on my podcast. As you may be able to tell from my voice, um, I've had a bit of a cold recently, so please forgive me if I sound a little bit stuffed up during this podcast. So, this week I'm going to be taking a look at some of the flattest park runs in the UK. There are a few websites which have published their own ratings for the UK park runs, but one of my favourites for checking the elevation ratings is the one by Jegmar, which sometimes seems to crash my Chrome browser. But when it does work, it shows a table with a thick black line as a visual representation of the different park runs and how they progress throughout the course. For example, a simple out and back route for a park run would be shown by a line, with ups and downs depending on the gradients, which is mirrored and reflected by the centre point because that's where you turn around and come back to the start again. A course running only uphill would slope upwards left to right, and a course running only downhill would slope progressively downwards left to right. According to JEGMAR, the top 10 flattest park runs in the UK are currently. Selby Park Run, this is uh, with the flattest at the top by the way, so Selby Park Run, Hackney Marshes Park Run, Southsea Park Run, Fulham Palace Park Run, Long Eaton Park Run, Strathclyde Park Run, York Park Run, Goul Park Run, Rickmansworth Park Run and Troon Park Run. Like I say, it's the visual representation of each parkrun which I particularly like on this site because you can see at, see at a glance whether you have an uphill or a downhill start or finish plus you can search for a specific parkruns, so you don't have to scroll through the long list of them to find the one that you're looking for. I also very much like the idea that I can pick a parkrun based on how hilly it is. There are currently 519 parkruns in this table which can be ordered however you like but the default is to have the flattest elevation at the top of the list. If you choose to display 100 entries per page, you'll have about six pages well, exactly six pages of park runs. By navigating to the fourth page, for example, if you fancy a challenge, you can then select a park run close to you or one which you like the look of, which is on this page. It gives you a sense of what to expect at this event before you go there. What is made very clear, though, is that this site does not take into account any surface changes which would also affect your time. If you're running on something uh, slippery like mud or uh, loose gravel, you're going to be a lot slower than if you're running on a solid tarmac surface. Unless it's icy like it was the other day. If you're choosing a parkrun based on the gradient, it might be an idea to pick maybe three possible parkruns which you like the look of, and then read about the course description and choose the surfaces which would suit you the best. So if you're looking for a really tricky parkrun, a really hilly one with lots of mud and running on trails, then you could pick one with that sort of description. If you're looking for a really flat one on tarmac to see how fast you can go, then you can look at the sort of top of the list and pick one based on that description. Another site, the5krunner.com, has a table of UK parkruns which attempts to rate the difficulty for each of the parkruns in the UK. So they look at the time lost to ascent in each parkrun and they've also created a couple of tables, but as the table doesn't seem to have been updated since the article was published in 2017, it does seem to be missing quite a few of the UK parkruns. The two different tables show a recovery rate of 50% and a recovery rate of 65%. The recovery rate here is defined as how much time can be recovered on the descent, so how much quicker you go when you're running down the hill. The table show an estimated time lost in total for the course, taking into account the recovery time for the descents in the same course, based on the park runner running a 20-minute pace, a 25-minute pace, and a 30-minute pace over the 5 kilometers. Although it's an interesting calculation, I do think the table and the explanation for this one is a little bit confusing, especially as in the first table they appear to have calculated the seconds lost in a separate column without taking into account any of the sort of paces. Also, as mentioned, this one is a little bit out of date now. So looking back at uh, Jegmar, which is slightly more up to date and seems to be keeping it fairly up to date as well, the top 10 uh, flattest parkruns, um, eight of these are also in the top 10 for the 5krunner.com table, and the two that are missing in the 5krunner.com table are the two of the newer parkruns, like I say, because that one's a bit out of date the top 10 are Selby Park Run which is located east of Leeds and just south of Selby and it's an out and back course run around the perimeter of an airfield. Selby is listed as the flattest park run in the UK according to Jegmar. Hackney Marshes Park Run is in north east London and consists of two out and back segments which run around the edge of Hackney Marshes. Hackney and Southsea are joint second at flattest park runs in the UK. Southsea Park Run is on the south coast and run along the waterfront and is also an outer back course located just south of Portsmouth. Fulham Palace Park Run is just north of the River Thames in London and it's run in three anti-clockwise laps. Nearly half of each lap is run along the river which offers some really nice views as you go around as well. Fulham Palace Park Run is the joint fourth flattest park run in the country along with Long Eaton Park Run located southwest of Nottingham Strathclyde Parkrun, near Hamilton in Scotland and York Parkrun, which is just south of York. Gould, Rickmansworth and Troon Parkrun all take up the joint 8th position, filling up the top 10 for the table. Of some of the flattest runs in the UK, Jay has run Hackney Marshes, but I still haven't tried this one yet, Evesham, which happens to be the joint 11th flattest parkrun on the list. Is where my parents actually did their first park run with myself, Jay, and Nikki on her birthday and on my cousin's wedding day, which was in August 2018. Although flat, I personally didn't find this run one of the quickest as it was after we had all the dry weather when we visited, which made the grass areas of the course very sort of dry out and get all cracked and it created ruts and divots which weren't very easy to run on at all. Only last week, Jay and I ran at Victoria Dock Park Run, which was very enjoyable, picturesque and flat, another example of an out-and-back course with two out-and-back segments. Victoria Dock is listed as the joint 17th flattest park, park run in the UK. The park run where I did my first ever run, Pool, is also listed as the joint 40th flattest park run on the list, which out of 519 does make it very, very flat as well. South Norwood is rated as the joint 188th flattest parkrun in the UK, along with Riverside Parkrun. This puts it firmly in the top half of the least hilly parkruns, but it means it's far from flat. As this is a parkrun that we actually attend the most, when we do go touristing at a flatter parkrun, it gives us an opportunity to push ourselves and really see what we can achieve. The challenge then is to return to South Norwood and see if we can work our way down to beating the quick time that we've just set at the flatter park run. At the moment, I'm still chasing the time I set at Dulwich, which was 26 minutes and 17 seconds, but I am getting close to this as my PB at Norwood is currently 26.24. However, I set an even quicker time of 25 minutes and 28 seconds at Victoria Dock last week, which means that this has to be my new target for Norwood as soon as I've overtaken my Dulwich runtime. Barking is joint 71st flattest on the parkrun list, along with Beeston near Nottingham, Gloucester North, and Grangemore parkruns. Nikki's current PB at Barking is 23 minutes and 3 seconds, mine is 27 minutes and 10 seconds, and Jay's is 28 minutes and 14 seconds. Nikki actually updated her PB at South Norwood today, and the times are about a minute apart, which seems sensible given the gradient and the surface differences. But Jay's current PB at South Norwood is actually 27 minutes and 40 seconds, which makes it uh, 34 seconds quicker than his PB at Barking. And mine is uh, 26 minutes and 24 seconds, as mentioned, which I would say indicates that Jay and I could do with another visit to Barking in order to update our PB times once we're both back up to full physical fitness. Thinking of my cold here at the moment. I'll pop the link to these sites on my Facebook page so that you can see where your local park run features on the list. But this gives you a good idea of how hilly your local event is compared to the park runs in the rest of the UK. So please have a look at the link, it is a good one. And this week, my star park runner is. Linda Cameron. Linda was the 12th overall and the first female finisher today at South Norwood Park Run earning her a new PB time of 23 minutes and 3 seconds. Linda has done 123 parkruns so far, and today was her quickest time since June last year, where she ran 22 minutes and 52 seconds at Jersey Parkrun. Well done today, Linda. Managing to get a PB in such windy conditions is really impressive. If you know someone who you think deserves a mention, as my star park runner, All you have to do is nominate them by dropping me an email to stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com or leave me a message on the Stay Frosty Facebook page and I could be reading their name out and their story next week. As the flattest parkrun in the UK, this week I've chosen Selby Parkrun as my featured parkrun of the week. As mentioned, Selby Parkrun is located east of Leeds and is run around the perimeter track of Burn Airfield. To get there, using public transport, you can catch the train to Selby, then the 405 bus to Doncaster and ask the driver to stop just before the, just before burn at the junction with Common Lane. You then need to walk along Common Lane about 50 yards to enter the airfield by a public footpath in the north-west corner. If you're travelling by car, you can use the sat-nav by entering postcode Y088LD. There is an emphasis that you should not enter the airfield through the Gilding Club's entrance in Burn Village. You should enter by the access off Common Lane to the east of the caravan site. The course is run entirely on trail paths, which can get a little muddy in the wetter weather. As mentioned, this is the flattest parkrun in the UK, and it's an out-and-back course. There are no bathrooms here, but there is apparently a refreshments van where you can buy a snack or drink, and it's also where people assemble after the event for a post-park run coffee. The volunteer numbers here have fluctuated quite dramatically recently, from 8 up to 25, but it usually seems to average between about 10 and 15 people. Runner numbers at the end of 2018 were hovering in the low 100s, But since 2019 has arrived, numbers have increased to high 100s and even reaching over 200 on three occasions so far this year. There have been 57 parkruns here, making the start date for this parkrun 16th of December in 2017. I've never run round an airfield for a parkrun before, so this is one that I think I have to put on my list of parkruns to eventually get around to. Although it does sound like it might be quite tricky to get to without a car. But I guess I'll know when I try. <laughs> it's celebration time once again for all the park runs with upcoming anniversaries. Let's start the ball rolling this week with Great Great Denham Park Run, Crewe Park Run and Bedworth Park Run who all started on the 17th of February 2018 and will soon be celebrating their first anniversaries. stratford upon Haven Park Run have an upcoming third anniversary as they started on the 20th of February in 2016. Kirkholdy Park Run are next with their fourth anniversary and the start date Valentine's Day 14th of February in 2015 and it's soon going to be a sixth anniversary for both Telford Parkrun and Cheltenham Parkrun who started on the 16th of February in 2013. Gateshead Parkrun will soon be celebrating their seventh anniversary and their start date was on the 18th of February in 2012. Valentine's Parkrun are soon to celebrate their 8th anniversary having started on the 19th of February in 2011 And finally, for this week, it's a very impressive 11th anniversary for Cardiff Parkrun, who started on the 16th of February in 2008, and also had another recent celebration on the 5th of January this year, when Charlotte Arter ran not only a course record, but a new record for the fastest UK female, in a spectacular time of 15 minutes and 50 seconds. Congratulations, one and all, and a very happy birthday for all the anniversaries. And last but definitely not least for this week it's onto to our parkruns So this week my sister Nikki joined us at a very windy South Norwood for what was my 50th parkrun and also by a rather nice coincidence what would have been my grandad's 90th birthday My grandad was actually quite a big fan of short limericks and poems, usually of his own creation, so as a small tribute I've written him a short poem which I think he might have appreciated. We're natural sprinters, my grandad would say, after I'd told him about my sports day. The trick when you're running is to never look round, focus on the end, keep your feet on solid ground. And if you look back, then you should understand that I'll be running after you with a celery stick in my hand. Well, my sprint was okay, but some speed I did lack, and although I now run 5k, I still never look back. So this week, I've actually had a bit of a nasty cough and a cold, which uh, saw me take a very unusual two days in a row off work with a high temperature. Sadly, this means that I've not only failed to make a start on my training schedule, which I mentioned last week, but also that I was a little slow, a little on the slow side today. I felt okay running, but I didn't feel like I was able to keep enough oxygen cycling into my lungs to give my legs that extra boost that I needed. I finished in a time of 29 minutes and 56 seconds, just about keeping it under 30 minutes. Roll on clear lungs and drier, milder weather. I got a nice little mention in this week's South Norwood uh, report write-up as the only person to actually stick my hand up and say that I had a milestone today. Jay managed to splash and squelch his way around the course in a satisfying 28 minutes and 12 seconds, finishing 57th out of 108 today, and 6th out of 9 in his age category. And Nikki, my sister, she zipped round in a new PB time of 24 minutes and 15 seconds, the 4th female finisher today, and overall 2nd in her age category out of 7 people. And that's it for this week. So next week will be the closest Saturday to Valentine's Day. So for this reason, I'm going to be taking a look at health and safety when it comes to park run. Some sensible ideas, plus some first aid basics, which I feel like everyone should know, especially if you're a regular park runner. And that about wraps it all up nicely for this week. I hope you've all had great park runs this week, despite the gale force winds and rain in some places. Have a good week. Thank you all very much for listening. Stay Frosty Park Runners, and I'll see you all again next week.